Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am the Reverend Kat, the MRE. Um, my pronouns are she, hers, hers. And if I haven't met you yet, I cannot wait to meet you. I hope you join us for some cake and fruit after the service. So here we are once again, Unitarian Universalists coming together for water communion. This is my very first UUCPA water communion, but like many Unitarian Universalists, this isn't my first water communion ever. For at this time, we know UUs from all over the world are coming back together and taking part in water communion, which means not only you and you and you and you and you and all of us and me and everyone beyond us all our friends in Sunnyvale, all our friends way up in Oregon and way down south in Mexico and beyond and back up to the land of moose and beavers, Canada, and across the shores, all over this big, wide, blue, beautiful world of ours, Unitarian Universalists are sharing together this sacred bond of community and ceremony. And speaking of bonds, I know we have some scientists out here. What's the, what's the chemical equation for water? Anybody know? <laughs> yes, H2O. Uh, that's what makes us go. So not just Unitarian Universalists, of course, but all human beings on Earth require H2O to stay alive and to be on the go. Therefore, in this sacred ritual that we are about to partake in, we are not only connecting to each other here in our church and with Unitarian Universalists, but with every single human being on earth. And there's always an and. Even beyond that, did you know that there is the same amount of water on the earth now as there was when the earth was first formed? That means the water in your faucet could potentially contain the same molecules that the dinosaurs drank from. Mmm, T-Rex spit. <laughs> Thank goodness the water cycle cleans it up for us, huh? That also means not only T-Rexes and brontosaurus and giant slots, but that means that every human being that came before us and will come after us, drank and will drink from the very same water. We have the same molecules flowing through us as anyone that you could imagine. So William Shakespeare, yeah, he's in me. Isaac Newton, yes. Marie Curie, yes. Dr. King, yes. Your great-grandparents, yes. Their great-great-grandparents, yes. And their great-great-great-great-great-grandparents, yes. And yes, Lucy, too. And your children, and their children, and their great-great-grandchildren will all drink from the same water. We are so connected. It gives me chills sometimes. And so, in that simple picture of water up there, we are connected to our past and our future, but water isn't done yet. 
on this precious blue gem of a planet, we are connected to all living things, from whales to trees. Did you know that 75% of this up here, your brain, is water? And you have that in common with that tree outside. 75% of it is water. And if you look at a single drop in the ocean, you will see millions, yes, millions of bacteria and viruses. You may also see in that single drop of water fish eggs, baby crab, plankton, maybe even some worms. For water is truly the place for life to be. Water, water, water everywhere. This is such precious, delicious, sacred stuff that keeps our bodies alive and thriving. And so we must protect it. We must honor Mother Earth and the precious water she gives us. It's up to us to take care of water everywhere as it takes care of ourselves by keeping it clean because we know what we put in the, in the ground ends up returning to us falling down from the sky. And as far as we know for now, we are the singular planet with water and life and everything that gives us our existence in that wide open outer space. So we must be good stewards, good protectors of water. Let's take care of water as it takes care of us and take care of each other. Blessed be. Reflect upon that. Is this better? You getting my sound now? Better. Okay. So um, I was thinking, as, as I was reflecting on the things we were both going to share and, and all that Kat said about how, as we know, we're all one water cycle, I was thinking, isn't there a word for that? There, there should be a word for that. So that I can say that's, that's the one thing we are, just like Kat said, we're many molecules, but what is the one? And, um, you know, dictionaries aren't very helpful with this kind of thing. You can't say to merriamwebster.com, I, I think there ought to be something that means this, what would the word be? You have to have some guesses and then see if they exist. So, um, so I thought, well, the biosphere means, means the, the totality of living things and their environment. Um, so bio, life, hydro, water. So I tried hydrosphere, and what do you know? That's the word for it. It means all the water on the planet, the salt water, the fresh water, the underground water, the water in the atmosphere. And although my dictionary gives a very brief de definition and didn't say this, I thought, well, we're part of the hydrosphere since the water passes through us and through all, all living things, all plants and animals and everything. So the water, as we've heard, the water we bring together is made of many, many molecules. Some people wrote the number, approximate number, on their, on their um, little pill bottles, which I like getting into the spirit of that. Many, 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 many. And they, we, with the molecules of water within us, are all part of one hydrosphere, both and. Many, one, at the same time. 
It's hard to remember that sometimes. We have a real emphasis in our culture, and, and truth be told, even in our religion, on the, on the many part. Um, and of course, that's our own experience, right? We experience our, our, our own minds. We can't see into anybody else's mind the way they can. We can't see the world out into the world the way they can. Um, we, we travel around each wrapped in our own skin. And, um, and these many of us are, are all one species. And that species is part of one biosphere, all alive on one planet and interconnected in ways that we can hardly imagine. But that act of imagination is exactly what we're called upon to carry out so that we realize, oh, all these other people wrapped in their own skin, they, they see out into the world, they feel the world the way I do. Maybe not exactly the same way, so we talk to each other, we communicate, but, um, but we're not really only many. We're many and one. And a very important part of this is, um, since I was on a roll with the definitions, I thought, and what exactly does sphere mean anyway? My kid is just starting geometry, so she hasn't gotten to that point that I've forgotten, and I just wanted to make sure I had it right. The definition of a sphere is, is, a, is, a, is a shape, a solid, that the, uh, every, every point on it is exactly the same distance from the center. And that's a great thing to remember, too, when we think of ourselves as... Um, as part of the hydrosphere, that, uh, that each of us is, is like a little particle, and our molecules, of course, are little particles in this sphere. And metaphorically speaking, we're all the same distance from the center. Nobody's closer, nobody's bigger, nobody's more important. Together, we make up a sphere, this perfect shape, all exactly the same distance from that sacred center. Now this is all um, a lot about the physical world, of course, but we're a spiritual community, and that practice of imagination is a spiritual exercise. That we, one of the things that we do together as a congregation is to practice imagining something that we know is absolutely true and real, this fact of our interconnectedness, but is really you know, hard to believe and grasp. Speaking of water, I need that H2O to keep my body working right. So, so let's travel there in imagination a little bit. Cat started to take us there, to imagine that, that the very molecules, some of the molecules that are within us right now, that are, that are making up our cells, without which we can't function at all, without which we wouldn't be alive, living things. They have been in almost everyone else here. They have been in whoever you admire, whoever you despise in history. You know, kind of cool. That molecule, ooh, from Madame Curie to me. And then out to whom else, whoever else. If we could travel in our minds with one of these molecules, we, they go from living being to living being, and in between, they're, they're in Adobe Creek, and, and they're in the, the bay, and they're in the ocean, and they're in those squirrels in the trees, 
and the ants in the cracks in the sidewalk, and if we dug down to the worms a little, they'd be in the worms, and back and forth to us, the very molecules that are in the worms right now, some of them will end up in us, and of course the trees and all the plants. You know, it's very intimate. It's almost embarrassing, really, that we share something just in the most intimate possible way it actually makes up our bodies. <sighs> and that we exchange something that's so core to who we are in a physical sense with one another. It's good to actually try this. I mean, we all know this. We know this about the water cycle. We've heard this reminder at other water communities before, if it's not your first. But to actually practice this when we're out among other people we don't know, for example, or among creatures that maybe we don't like, like the ants we wish wouldn't invade our kitchen, to just recognize, oh, you've got some molecules of water in there that you probably got by step and step and step from me and vice versa. Hey there, sibling. You know, you can try it any time. You can try it when your car is just going through an intersection and you realize somebody is standing there on the corner waiting for you to go through so that they can cross and just recognize, oh hey, we're connected that way. And think about just anybody we may happen to notice in exactly that way and just see how does it feel to realize that to remember that, see what, what changes. Because I, I think when I do that, it, I, I realize very quickly that it doesn't just feel physical. This is part of our physical reality, sure, but um, it's also spiritual. And I don't know if there's a word like that, um, the spirit sphere or something. The land, the, 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 uh, the, the totality of spirits. I guess it's what Emerson called the oversoul, maybe. That we're all, we're all connected. All the mystics have been telling us this for a long time. All the religious teachers have been saying for a long time, you think you're all separate, but you're not. And since I'm, you know, a nerd for science facts, maybe the science helped me get there and little glimpses. Maybe that'll help you get there. We affect one another in ways that we can't even know. Whether we live as if we are one with that awareness, or we forget about it most of the time and live as if we're separate. It's still the truth that we're both. And just as we know not to put poison in the water because it's all going to come back around. Some of us know it. We're all working to actually make our policies practice it, right? We know that, that there's no, there's no away, there's no other. Well, isn't that true spiritually true, too? That if we treat others as if they really are other, as if... There isn't this flow, this give and take, invisibly, just like the molecules are invisible to us, invisibly and not really traceably except in our imagination, and yet we know it's true that the way we treat ourselves affects other people, that our relationship with them 
flows right back into our own spirits. As I said, we're doing some, um, some talking about this. Marilyn Austin is leading a, a group of people thinking about what's the mission of UUCPA. Not the mission statement, you know, state, it may well turn into a mission statement, but that's not the important part in my mind. The important part is what's our purpose? What's our mission? And that purpose can be phrased a lot of different ways. Um, and this um, group, um, I'm sure, will think of things that I never thought of at all. Um, but for this moment at this in-gathering, this in-gathering not just of us, but this in-gathering of everything, because everything in the hydrosphere is represented here, is literally here in this room. All those T-Rexes, spit and all, they've come through in this room and are going out again. I'm just going to venture this way of saying our purpose. That the purpose or a purpose of UUCPA is to help us all remember that we are all connected, all of us, with everything. And that's why we have this in-gathering, to bring a little bit of everything into this room and take it away with us again so that we might remember, till next time, when we see beings, objects, people, who seem very separate from us, that we remember we're separate and we're all one. And then we come back, because we need reminding. We'll always be here. Glad to have the choir back. Come on up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>